Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Oh my goodness, it's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland and West Virginia, and this is news that you can use from YAA with with your host, Ray, and the F&I goddess herself, Miss Kimberly Klein. We're not hiding her behind any doors today, ladies no. and gentlemen. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the only one we're hiding uh, behind any doors would be Zach, who is in Portland, Oregon. He um, is for a wedding. Should we give weekend. his address? We should give his address um, in Portland or no, maybe not. Hell, no. I, <laughs> I I would love to give his address, but I have no idea where in Portland he is. If I were to guess, whatever wherever there's a WeWork office that he could go to today is where he's at. So yep, wherever yep. that may be in downtown Portland. Well, I hope everybody's doing well today. And the theme <clears throat> of today's show is um uh uh, something's going up um and um uh, well it's gas ladies and gentlemen and and in a lot of cases i would just look at you and go and i got gas but 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 not today not today okay. thank god <laughs> yeah um yes gas prices are 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 heading in the wrong direction again miss kimberly i what have you seen in your area well my area compared to say justice or space or I'll, Jerry. I'll pull up I'll pull up that screenshot you said. Yeah, I mean our prices around here, which is the Maryland, uh Maryland, West Virginia, Pennsylvania area, is right around it went up eleven cents yesterday. So we went wow. up to three fifty-nine, I think. So we're still in the threes. But this morning I asked the guys, um, our ad- auto advocates, hey, what are you all seeing out there? And there you go. Yeah, I mean that's there crazy. You go. Portland, it's north of six dollars a gallon. Uh, where where Justice is six forty nine, six sixty nine in Sacramento. Sacramento. Um, it doesn't help that OPEC is cutting production. Uh, so yeah, the prices are going to continue to go up. Um, six oh nine at Costco and long lines. I can't understand why if if the price is thirty to forty cents a gallon cheaper at Costco. Yeah, right. Uh, I'd be in Jeez. that line too. Holy Absolutely. Smokes. Whether I needed gas or not. And if it's a really <laughs> yep. long line, think of all the gas you're going to waste while you're waiting to get gas. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. And and we hear it's going to be going up higher and higher and higher. Hey, I have a question for you, Ray. Yes, ma'am. This is this is something I was thinking about this morning. Um, you know, there are vehicles out there that take premium gas only high octane gasoline only does your mini require that uh supposedly <laughs> <laughs> i'm wondering about that i would like to hear from people out there who you know they're cheapening up on their gas a little bit maybe it's recommend i know that there's recommended and then there's required yeah, well you know i don't know what the difference between the two is um but i do know i do know that that on the mini um, you know, um, I think a minimum of 91 octane um, is is recommended or required. I'm not sure which. Um, 
And I'll be honest with you, I I use mid-grade. That's what I use. And and you know, truth be told, just about every modern engine, gasoline-powered engine in cars today, um, have anti-knock sensors. They they have sensors built into the engines that <clears throat> will adjust for a lower octane fuel. And and what it really means is the car is not going to be quite as efficient with the lower octane fuel as it would be with the higher octane fuel. But it it it, it doesn't mean that it can't run on on a lower octane because it can. Mm -hmm. It just it, it just won't get as much. Uh, the gas mileage won't be quite as good and the and the engine responsiveness won't be quite as good um so don't I mean, tell if, yeah don't tell the folks at mini financial but ray never uses anything above mid-grade ever ray, i'm calling yeah. them today i'm gonna call today and tell them but i mean if you have like a mercedes or or a highline vehicle of some sort i i guess i would i would do it i would put the high octane i'm kind of funny that way but here's the other thing Ray, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, but you really don't put a lot of miles on vehicles and there's lots of people out there that don't. But then again, there are a lot of people out there that have vehicles that says premium high octane fuel only uh, required that drive long distances to work and back. Yes. This is going to hurt. I, I mean, for me, it doesn't hurt because I fill up once a month. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I drive typically less than 400 miles a month. So yeah. I, I fill up once a month. Um, you know, and, and I, I used to work with a gentleman, um, uh, Gary, who was, he was, he said, you know, I don't get why people are so upset if there's a 30 cents a gallon difference between premium and mid-grade or premium and regular. He said, if your, if your average gas tank is, is, if it's 15 gallons, Okay, and you're paying 30 cents a gallon more. What's that times 15? It's four dollars and 50 cents more that you're paying for that fill up. Okay, uh, if you fill the car up once a week, okay, so that's an extra four, nine, 18 dollars a month. Mm -hmm. It's it. And I get when times are tough, and times are tough right now. Yeah, every yeah. every dollar counts, but yeah. that that is not that significant. It it's a two hundred and forty dollar difference, roughly, for the year. Um, so if if you if you can't afford that, then you should probably be looking at a car that that operates just on regular fuel. And yeah. One of the cars that I bought years ago that Dara drives today is that 2011 Outback. And one of the reasons we bought it was um, because you can run a Subaru Outback on regular fuel. Yep, that's right. And and, and we and that vehicle replaced a, a Acura MDX, which required, wasn't mm -hmm. recommended, required premium fuel. And, you know, I, I thought... I don't need to spend that extra money. Um, but it, 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 you know, it doesn't make that much of a difference realistically. Look oh at, my look God. At, look at me, yeah. Ray. I, pu yeah. I pulled it. Did you see what I did? There? I, you did. You did great. Ah, 
Yeah, because I know this... I didn't pull that over. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is interesting. Yeah. Sob 9-5 had to have it towed to the dealer because it wouldn't start after that. And then Jerry, Jerry. Uh, can, uh, can I say something about that Sob 9-5? Yes, yes. That, that had to be what, in the late in the late nineties or early two thousands, um, you know, sobs haven't been sold in this country and I don't know how. Long. This is true. This is true. <laughs> okay. And I used to have a sob. I love sob. Yeah. Um, BMW refused a warranty claim for one of my customers on failed engine because customer did not use 93. They went into car systems to see which fuel he was using. Ah, they, they can do that. Most Thanks, times Gary. they do not. Um, but they can, um, you know, I, that that's why I you know I I I always use mid grade. I I won't do premium. I use mid grade. It's better than than low the the low grade the rate. So whatever. Um, and and if you're like me and you don't drive enough, right, right, it, it's not going to make a difference. Exactly you know, for, for most folks. Um, I thought I thought there was uh, something interesting if if we can if we can move off gas because all this talk about about gas is, I think, starting to give me gas. So I, we don't I want thought, that. We trust me, we do not. Um, no. <laughs> there, there, you know, I, I cleared out a cell block. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Once. okay. We don't want that. <laughs> we do not. I, I am lactose intolerant. I had some milk. It was a big. It was a big mistake. That's gotcha. all I'll say. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yes. Uh, and Zach's going to be mad at me for even having said that. But I'm <laughs> I'm going to share my screen one more time because there's there's an interesting article yeah. about Connecticut Dark Cars Lexus dealership sued over surcharges. Yes. Yes. Two and Connecticut I... con two Connecticut consumers accused Dark Cars Lexus of Greenwich. Um, of charging more than advertised and adding unwanted commissions to the bill. They now seek federal class action status. And at the very top of the article is a screenshot yes. of, of the ad for the, for the vehicle on CarGuru showing that the selling price was $4,838. And then a screenshot of, what they actually charge the customer. <laughs> you don't even need to read the entire article here because this little info thing, picture, wow. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a punch. Yeah. I mean, first off, um, on line one, the price of the vehicle is $1,400 higher than the advertised <laughs> price. Yep. That's just yep. for starters. Okay. okay. And, and then uh, the dealer conveyance fee. Dock fee. Um, yes, which is negotiable it is at least, at least they let you know that mm -hmm. uh, obviously the sales tax <laughs> is not um but this is one that i have never ever ever seen before mm -hmm. sales commission yikes <laughs> um yikes. Which, which turns out is two percent of the of the uh selling price um and that's not required by law I wonder why. It's not the customer's <laughs> job to pay the sales commission. I right. believe it's the dealership's job to pay the sales commission. And I love the next line because it reminds me of doing my taxes. Yeah. Yeah. One plus two plus three plus three A. Yeah. Gives you your total price before you get to the state registration and title fees. Um, my goodness gracious. And 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 here's the thing when you read the article. Um 
these these people are suing dark cars and uh, they think that there's more than a thousand consumers from Connecticut and 34 other states uh, who who uh, bought cars at dark cars Lexus of Greenwich um, that that they allegedly treated unfairly and so they want to get class action um, uh, stipulation for this and these people are looking for $2,764.23 in actual damages and $10,000 in punitive damages as a baseline. And if this is extrapolated out into the class action status, well, that would equal $3 million and then a, an additional $5 million on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and may I say, too, Ray, that this, you know, whenever you look at that graphic there and you see the sales commission of yes. 84476, one might think uh, your mind kind of goes right to a small mom, pa kind of place, right? Maybe yes. a used car place on the corner. You know, no, guys, this is a major chain of dealerships, dark cars. They've oh, got yes. over, I know, well over 20 dealerships within the country. Th- this is not a small place. We're talking and, about our cars doing this. And and Kimberly, uh, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. But I'm guessing that the that the salesperson commission isn't going to be anywhere near $844. <laughs> Probably um, not. No, I, I mean, because salespeople are typically paid a percentage of the gross profit in the deal. And and if there was if there was a, a a $4,000 gross profit. And then the dealership has what they call PAC and PAC is their internal expenses for reconditioning, uh, 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 marketing, everything else that they can decide that they want to throw in that. And, and I don't know what dark cars pack is, but let's, let's yeah. say, let's say their pack at, you know, at a lot of dealerships on a pre-owned car, somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars. Yep. Let's mm-hmm. call it fifteen hundred bucks. So that four thousand dollar gross profit less the pack is now a twenty five hundred dollar gross profit. And if, as in most dealerships, they get paid twenty percent at a luxury store typically of the gross profit after the pack, well, mm-hmm. that's a five hundred dollar commission. That's not an eight hundred and forty four dollar commission. Okay, and and thank you for sharing that, you know, because people might want to know how, you know, they get paid. But even so, Ray, would you and your dealership put this on the purchase order? Um, uh, No, Uh, not only not only would I would I not put it on the purchase order, Kimberly, Um, like a lot of dealerships, I wouldn't put on the purchase order. Um, reconditioning fee of $1,995 because that is a store expense, not a consumer expense that it gets, it should already be factored in to your total cost of the vehicle. So when you're coming up with your selling price, your asking price, all those charges are factored in. I, I, I would never dream for a moment, no. for a moment of, of, charging the customer for reconditioning or charging the customer for the commission. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that that's just crazy. Uh, and if I may, the wonderful thing about Connecticut is they stipulate that the yes. dealer's advertised price has to be the price they're selling it for. Yep. And if they're yep. not, then they're subject to, to lawsuits and, and, and other, uh, other sanctions. So, 
and they're very, very, it's in plain English the way they've worded it. Yes. In, in I appreciate that. I think yeah. it's refreshing. Yes. And, and, and what I would appreciate more is if, I don't know, the state attorney general brought the action against star cars. Um, but yeah. at least, at least customers are saying, okay, here's the statute. Here's what it says. Based on that statute, we're going to sue you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that would be the- much bigger. It would have a big impact, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, my hope is that they, that they win because, you know, we, we've been saying it forever. Forever. The the advertised price on the internet or on your dealer website should be crazy as it sounds. The actual price you're going to charge the customer when they come in to buy the car. I mean, that sounds like it would make sense. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It it just, it it would make sense. sense. But it's just it's just not done, uh, you know, because dealers feel as if they have to they have to advertise a low ball price in order to get the people in. And then they have to spring on the people. Well, yeah, but there's this and there's that and there's the other and all this has mm-hmm. to be. So there's another three thousand dollars. That, that's just that's just nonsense. It's BS. It, is. it, it, is it shouldn't be that way. Um if I may, I, I thought I would share my screen just again, only because I'm getting so good at it. Um, you really are, Ray. And Kudos. for no other reason. And since we were talking about class action lawsuits. Yes, sir. GM hit with a $103 million U.S. jury verdict in engine flaw class action. GM said in a statement that it did not believe the verdict was supported by the evidence and planned to appeal. Of course, you're going to appeal. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> oh, my God. But I will say, you know, 103 million. That's nothing to sneeze at. 103 million because you did something wrong. Uh, well, because you you kept it a secret that there was issues with this this particular type of engine. Um, And if I can read this just for a little bit, a federal court jury in California has ordered General Motors to pay one hundred and two point six million to a class of consumers after finding that it hit an engine defect that caused problems, including stalling and premature breakdowns in tens of thousands of vehicles. Um, And the vehicles, it it was um, the generation four Vortec fifty three hundred LC nine engine. and each member of the class, assuming that 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 the verdict survives, there's roughly thirty eight thousand people in this class action suit. Each member would get twenty seven hundred dollars, um, which is, you know, better than most where, where you know, it's, it would end up being like twenty seven dollars in most cases. But at least they'll get some meaningful sum. And what this was all about was uh, that there was this engine that that it, it allowed oil to seep into places in the engine well where oil should never be right. and gm knew it gm tried to fix it and they couldn't and eventually i think after three a three-year model run 2011 12 13 and 14 a four-year model run they did away with the engine they discontinued using that engine so they knew there were issues and and after four years of trying, they couldn't resolve the issues. Yeah. But they hid it from the public. It says that they, they were aware of the problem since 
or by they were aware of it by 2010 and what did they do they just told they recommended to their <laughs> dealers hey hey dealers um just clean the vehicle's pistons to address the problem just mm. just do that yeah and and it, so they i think on every service uh, order repair order it said dear pistons <laughs> you, you need to you need to clean yourselves up okay clean yourselves up pistons all right we uh, don't want oil being somewhere it shouldn't be clean yourselves up and and they knew even after they did this that it didn't resolve the issue yeah and and then they tried to find other fixes and it still didn't resolve the issue and and what eventually resolved the issue was discontinuing the use of those engines now, they didn't say to the people that had bought these vehicles with these engines, oh, by the way, the life oh. expectancy of your engine is going to be a lot shorter right. than all of our other engines out there. They didn't do anything to help those people. Right. I'm, I'm thinking that wasn't ever brought up. I'm sure they didn't bring that to light. Well, and, and this, this is a, a part of a pattern that a lot of, automobile manufacturers have gotten caught in in knowing that there were issues and not addressing issues ford had that uh, in the 70s and 80s the issue with their transmissions that if you the automatic transmission that if you put it in park it didn't necessarily mean it was in park um and a lot of times it slipped from park into reverse um and that was millions of cars i don't know if i remember correctly 20 some million cars that were impacted by that and they knew it for years for like a yeah. decade and did nothing about it um, and it cost them a lot of money we're talking a lot of 103 million dollars i know gm's gigantic and 103 million might be a drop in the bucket to them but when i see that number that's a lot of money it, it, it my is. point it, is it costs them money they need to pay out so why don't they just fix this stuff in the first place and, and if they can't fix it, admit it and either buy back vehicles or give people credit for the vehicles that they have. Rather uh, than so, allow so it they, to come to yes. this point, lawsuit and, and, point. And if they give them a credit towards purchasing another GM vehicle, it keeps them in the GM family. Um, it, it actually, you could spin it as goodwill. Look what we're doing. We discovered there's an issue. We can't quite put our, our fingers on the cause of the issue or how to correct the issue. So we want to offer to all those who purchased vehicles with this engine, uh, a credit towards purchasing another, and, and you spin it as goodwill. You're doing a good thing as yeah. opposed to getting caught, hiding the information and then spending hundreds of millions of dollars in 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 a settlement if that ends up happening or exactly or god knows how much money in legal fees to keep fighting it, it yeah it's just kind of crazy it is crazy yeah. which kind of reminds me of the lime green pinto back in the day if you remember that would catch on fire if you hit it from behind um which kind of brings me around to a little trivia ray can i throw okay. some trivia out I, I I think I think at this point everybody's <laughs> hoping there would be trivia. <laughs> Does anybody know? Okay, you know we're in Halloween season, at least for Kimberly and Kimberly's world. It's my favorite yeah. time of the year. Um, does anybody know what uh, 
Yeah, I know Justice does because, yeah. well, Justice <clears throat> is the king of movie trivia. But what is this car? Where is that car from? Does anybody know? And then the next thing I thought we would do is how about some trick or treat? I think, you know, it is the month for it because I, I hear, you know, having spent 43 years in the car business, uh, I never really got to participate in it uh, unless it, it fell on a Sunday. But I, I, I heard all those years that there was a big holiday on the last day of the month <laughs> called Halloween. And, it's my favorite. Where and, are you going to be this year? Well, just me. Um, <laughs> and well, I, I guess some would say, hey, he's a fraud. Let him dress up as a fraud. Uh, but I'm not really a fraud. But my point is with Halloween, you know, us being in the car business, Ricky got it. Um, and, and so did Chris. Um, us being in the car business, the last day of the month is, well, nobody gets that day off. Um, <laughs> no, no. It, it's like, oh, my God. So. I, I don't know what my kids ever dressed up like us. I don't think I was ever there to see it. Well, um, well, in the dealership, we did have some fun with it. And you know what I dressed up as every year, Ray, that would just scare the crap out of people? Uh, the, the Wicked Witch of the West. No, a finance manager at the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I like that. I like well, that. So, so... so when you were the finance manager and people were buying a car on the last day of the month on Halloween, um, did, did you give them tricks or tricks? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I've got five trick or treats here that I want to go over really quick. Maybe I'll only go over three, but when you go into the dealership, here's a treat. We're going to do it backwards. So okay. here's the treat. Whenever the finance manager says to you, well, yes, Ray, I can beat your credit union interest rate of 4.5. But the trick is when the finance manager comes back with 4.49, <laughs> because you didn't say, I'll give you the opportunity to beat it by a point yes. or more. Or, or how about whenever, here's the treat. Um, when you ask the finance manager, is there a prepayment penalty on this loan? And the finance manager says, no, you no." But the trick is the finance manager says, you do have to keep this for 90 days. You can't and, and, pay it off. That's a trick people. And why would that be Kimberly? Why do, why, why does every dealership, every sales manager, every salesperson, every F and I manager tell the customers, that they must keep that loan for 90 days. Why is that? So the finance manager and the finance department can keep that money that they just made on you? Oh, you mean otherwise, if it gets paid off before 90 days, the bank charges back the extra profit that the dealer was going to get that they've already paid them? You know that money that I made on you in the finance office, Ray? Yes. That all gets sucked out of the finance pot. <laughs> now, keep in mind that a dealership does have a, they do have guidelines. They've got the, the bandwidth for a certain amount of chargebacks every month. Mm -hmm. They know that's coming, but they're going to do their best to keep it from happening. Or how about this one? Here's a treat for you, Ray. Okay. Um. So 
yeah, you know what? I'm going to lower your payment for you if you want these products on the menu. I'm talking about the menu. Yeah, I'll lower your payment for you. How about wow. that, Ray? Would you like that? Oh, I would love that. But but I'm guessing that there's a trick associated with that, that, <laughs> that, it's, that it's not quite the treat it's made out to be. Well, the trick is <laughs> that you're probably going to have your, your rate lowered or your term extended or they're only going to take a few bucks off those products to change your payment because you didn't ask what's the actual cost or price of each product ahead of time yep trick trick or treat it's it's, trick it's it's more trick than treat unfortunately (laughs) trick 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 okay and then and one more trivia thing this is from the movie christine from 1983 it is a 58 plymouth fury uh, which was the performance version of this vehicle and here's the thing i don't know if justice knows this justice but they weren't red stephen king painted them red um, just for his movies and they actually were buckskin beige and there were only about 5300 of them made wow so, wow now that I mean, that's that is some interesting movie trivia it is yes. i thought so for yes. halloween everybody watched that movie this year now uh you know in honor of zach who mm-hmm. weeks ago came up with well hey we need to have a win for the week Okay. And I I'm, know you mentioned yes. to me earlier that there was something you wanted to share with our audience from one of one of our uh, community members. There is. This morning, I spoke to a gentleman named Haroon, and he was purchasing a 2019 Dodge Charger. And, Ray, you don't know this because, well, this just happened this morning. <laughs> um, but he told me the most heartwarming story um, that his father recently passed and he watches the show with you and Zach and he has learned so much just from watching your show. And he loves it because it touches his heart to see the, the relationship that the two of you have on the show and that you're helping people through the process because he said that his dad was always the one that would help him through this kind of a process. Mm -hmm. And so that just absolutely touched my heart. Of course, he told me this after he told me the great deal that he got and how YAA has helped him through, through all of this and to help him. We were talking about understanding vehicle service contracts and how they're built, but this story came out of it at the end. And I wanted to share that with you because it was, it was really, yeah, it was heartwarming. It was touching. Well, I, I thank you for sharing that. I, 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 I didn't know about it, but I, I, I will say this, that as everybody knows, I, I, I spent 43 years in, in the automobile business, which kept me away from my wife and my family uh, way too much. Um, and my children are 29 and 27. Um, and for the longest period of time, um, they resented what I did for a living because it meant that I could not be home with them uh, when they would have liked to have seen me. Uh, the The only time that they really got to spend time with me was Friday nights because they knew at the dealership that Ray 
was taking Friday evenings off so he could go home and have Shabbat dinner with his wife and his children and and their grandmother and grandfather, my my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, so that the whole family could be together for at least one dinner a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, literally, there were years that that Dara just really, I, I, I mean, there, there wasn't a nice word that came out of her mouth when it, when it happened to be talking to me. And Zach, for the longest time, just really hated me. Uh, I, I, I shouldn't say he hated me, but he just resented that I was never there for anything. And after, after my wife passed away, um, you, you know, uh, other things became crystal clear in my life things that I had neglected. And these last five years, I have grown closer to my children than I would have ever imagined, uh, both of my children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fact that I get to work with my son every day, uh, do videos and do these live shows means everything to me. Because it has allowed us to develop a relationship that we never really had in the past. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I guess the moral of the story is that regardless of how busy you find yourself, always make time for your family because you never get that time back. Yes. Amen to that, Ray. And please know that people like Haroon. Um, they recognize, they recognize, they see it in the relationship with you and Zach. And I, I love that so much. Well, me too. I guess, I guess we'll make that our win for the week. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank um, you, Maroon. Yeah. And, and believe it or not, Kimberly, we have crushed 33 minutes of this half hour show. Hey, are we going to be, are we going to do a Saturday? Yeah. Tell us about that. So, so. You know, originally this week we said there would be no Saturday night show because, um, you know, Zach is in uh, Portland uh, uh, because Laura's best friend is getting married this week on ah. Saturday. Um, yeah. And so we can't do a show because the wedding's Saturday night. And, you know, uh, Laura drew a line in the sand that says, no, you're not doing a live stream <laughs> from, from my best friend's wedding. Um, and, and then Kimberly said, well, why don't you and I do this show, Ray? And why don't we just answer people's questions about how to help them to buy a car for Saturday night? So I said, my God, that, that that's such a wonderful idea. Let's do it. Kimberly has agreed that tomorrow night at 7, Kimberly and, Kimberly and I will be here strictly answering questions, trying to help guide people through the process of buying a car, whatever questions they might have in regards to uh, their particular situation or their particular deal that they're looking at. We're going to try our best to help tomorrow night. Yeah. And so we'll be here at seven. Um, we're planning on on somewhere between 45 minutes. And if it's going well, maybe up to an hour, if that's okay yeah. with Kimberly, because, you know, she probably has a more exciting uh, social life than I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say no. But I was um, <laughs> Saturday short, you know, a Saturday short where we just answer some questions, help you through the finance office, help you through buying a vehicle and, 
and we are working on lots of new things behind the scenes too. So yes. let's, yeah, let's try and help some people. We'll make it short and sweet. So, so tomorrow night on the, on the main YAA channel at seven Eastern four Pacific, we'll be doing our normal Saturday night show. Otherwise, We'll be back here on the Ray and Zach channel on Monday at noon with more news that you can use. And um, and uh, hopefully Zach won't be too weary from his <laughs> trip um, and he'll be here as well. Kimberly, thank you for today. I look forward thank to seeing you. you tomorrow night. You got it. Thank you. And everybody have a great Friday. Yes. Woo! Thanks again for being here. And we'll see you tomorrow and Monday. Bye bye, everybody. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.